One of my most listened to podcasts was about emotional intelligence. Let's revisit that topic in this edition of My Inner Torch. Well, emotional intelligence is described as the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions, and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. How does that apply to a cluster B? Well, the simple answer is it doesn't. Most cluster Bs have absolutely no emotional intelligence, or that emotional intelligence has been retarded. It was arrested in their early development and early childhood. I talked about in my last podcast, family of origin, how important it is to listen to their family of origin if the cluster B reveals it to you. Now, if it's a narcissist and or if it's a borderline, chances are you may have difficulty finding out about their family of origin because it has been, in my experience, either they're very open about it or they're very closed mouth. I've been married to a cluster B for over 20 years. And I have to say that it's been a long journey in understanding my wife's family of origin. I knew that she came from a dysfunctional household with multiple divorces, with terrible rejection and emotional neglect toward my wife that has shaped her who she is today. There's no two ways about it. To give you an example of my wife's lack of emotional intelligence, I can tell you this past Valentine's Day. Now, I hate holidays like this, and that's a strong word to use, hate. I don't like using that word. I strongly dislike holidays because like Valentine's Day, like our anniversary, I wouldn't consider our anniversary a holiday, but uh, something that, you know, a special occasion to mark because it's been in my experience that I will always be disappointed in some way. I should not have any expectations. I do lower them. And I was dreading this Valentine's Day because if you recall in a previous podcast, my wife's comment last year when she failed to do anything for Valentine's Day, not acknowledge it in any shape or form was, and this is what she said, and I quote, I didn't realize we were going to observe the holiday, end quote. So that gave her creative license to not observe it. She didn't realize it. So this particular Valentine's Day, I was dreading it. So it was interesting. She, She came home from work the day before Valentine's Day and uh, had obviously gone with our daughter to buy some stuff for Valentine's Day. And I did not know whether she was going to include me or not. She showed me something that she bought for a work associate. Uh, she had bought our daughter this, uh, this plushy type of uh, stuffed animal. And then when I was in my office, she kind of came in and she said, Hey, I just want you to know I, I didn't get you a card because they were too expensive. Now, let's break that down. To me, that shows a severe lack of emotional intelligence. Why would somebody say that to somebody else? Why would they go out of their way to let them know that they weren't important enough to spend however much money? Here is somebody who I have been married to for over 20 years telling me, you know what? You really aren't important to me. 
Um, I see no value in you and therefore I'm not going to invest in a card. I understand that and I accept that, but why point it out? So again, emotional intelligence is described as the capacity to be aware of control and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. Well, my wife fails on every front of that. I certainly wouldn't go to my wife and say, and I didn't get her a card, mind you. I didn't get her a card because I knew that it would not be well received and it would end up in the trash the next day. That's hurtful to me personally. So I decided, you know what? I'm not going to get her a card, but I certainly am not going to go up to her and say, Hey, you know why I didn't get you a card? Because I know you don't appreciate it. And I know you're going to throw it away in the trash and that hurts my feelings. Now, there may be people out there that might say, you know what? You should tell her that. You should communicate that to her. But let's get back to the emotional intelligence aspect of it. I can't do that. In a normal relationship, I could say to somebody, hey, you know what? When you do this, it makes me feel that. And somebody might say, well, gosh, I didn't realize that. Thank you for communicating that to me. And you know, in the future... I have emotional intelligence. I will think about that and I will not exercise that because I know that it hurts you and I care about you and I don't want to hurt you. Now with a cluster B, you can't do that. With a cluster B, if I went to my wife and said, Hey, you know what? That was kind of hurtful. What you said to me that you don't really see any value in me. And therefore you're not going to buy a Valentine's day card for me because it's too expensive and you're apologizing for it. Why bother even telling me that? she would immediately take offense to that. And then it would become not a conversation about my feelings, but it would become a conversation about her being a victim. And why didn't she buy me a card? And maybe it's because I did something five years ago that triggered her or turned her off. So when we look at the emotional intelligence definition the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions, and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically, my wife fails on all of those fronts. And chances are, your cluster B does as well. So why do we put up with it? Why do we give them emotional allowances? Why do we make excuses? I don't make excuses anymore. I dread anniversaries. I dread Valentine's days because I know that they won't be what perhaps I would like them to be. And that's what it boils down to with how we deal with our cluster B. And I see how it tears people up. I see how we all suffer as a result of their lack of emotional intelligence. Most of us possess some type of EI. Most of us know what's right and what's wrong. Cluster Bs don't. And sometimes they do that methodically and with willful intent. And sometimes they just don't know any better. And I think in some cases I will give my wife some emotional allowance here. I really don't know if she knows that saying those things could be potentially hurtful to somebody. If I said anything to her, she would just say, well, I'm being honest. But sometimes being honest is not being thoughtful. It's not being empathetic. 
It's not using emotional intelligence. You're not being aware of your behaviors affecting somebody else. And this is where I do take issue with cluster B's who have reviewed this podcast and said, well, gosh, you ruined my night because you talked about, you know, something that we do. Well, you know what you do and you have to take onus for your behaviors. And that's the problem with a lot of people with borderline personality disorder. And a lot of narcissists is the blame shifting. It's never their fault. They can do whatever the heck they want to do. And well, gosh, what's your problem? Why are you calling me out? And by the way, I would appreciate your five-star review on whichever platform you happen to be listening to this podcast on. It does help spread the word. But if you're a cluster B, this podcast is not for you. I'm not going to tell you, if you are a cluster B, that I feel sorry for you because I don't. Get help. Stop thinking the world is against you. And that's been my big crusade with my wife for well over 20 years, trying to convince her that the world is not a bad place, that people are not evil and that they're not out to get her. But you know what? That's never going to work. Please understand that the cluster B that you may be involved with in any capacity, whether it's a family member, whether it's somebody you're dating, somebody you're married to, will never, ever, ever be emotionally intelligent. They are emotionally retarded. And by that, I mean not retarded in the sense that you may be thinking it's their development that has been retarded. They never got a chance from the get-go to become emotionally intelligent. They are reacting all the time. They are surviving. And you are trying to work with them and dance around them and try to have a relationship with them? Not going to happen. You are there to support them, either financially, emotionally, maybe both, physically, You are a supply. And I know that we associate supply with narcissists, but they are also, we're also supplies to borderlines. We are their rock. We are reflecting back what, you know, they want to be, but they can't be because they have no identity and neither do narcissists. They're incredibly insecure people. They have very low self-esteem. That's why they have to build themselves up They have to be better than you in every shape and form because inherently when I talked about in one of my podcasts, peeling back the layers of an onion, inherently you will find a frightened child in all cluster bees, a frightened child. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. New episodes uploaded each and every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Your five-star review, greatly appreciated. I want everybody to understand that the relationships they are in are not normal. They are dysfunctional, dysregulated, and disordered. They are triple D. And it's okay if you want to continue with it. But if you want to find a path out, then start doing it. Realize it's never too late, no matter how old you are. There is absolution. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch.